Hey, KFC Radio listeners, you can find every episode of KFC Radio on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. I graduated high school with a similar knowledge of math and vaginas. It's another edition of KFC Radio on the Barstool Sports Network, and I'm opening up today with two two mysteries of life. First of all, John thinks he has somehow secretly ingested drugs. <laughs> He's been running around the office all day saying, "Did I somehow take Adderall?" Well, here's the deal: I didn't. I, I couldn't sleep last night. I was like, I was jittery in bed. I was all crazy. And then today, I'm obviously tired from not sleeping last night, and like my eyes are darting around like like an excited person. Like my eyelids yeah. are heavy. But my eyes are going, crazy. are going crazy, yeah. And like I, I mean, I just—it it, seems like it's—it seems like a crazy thing. <laughs> but the only explanation is I accidentally I, took Adderall. Like, what? What is more crazy that you just have all the symptoms and didn't take it, or that somehow you you? But took I don't it have Adderall. Like, it's not a thing I have. I couldn't. It's not like I, I was going to take my medicine. Or you're like, a, you're a take... heavy sleeper, man. I don't know. If somebody could have got it in there. <laughs> <laughs> pop, pop one in. I'm tired of this fucking snormy. Wake his fat ass up. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only explanation, but it's also like it's the only it's also an impossible explanation. He said like, you said at least three times today. Did I take Adderall? <laughs> Is this possible? It's it's one of life's great mysteries. It, I mean, I woke the first thing I said when we saw you this morning was like, man, I didn't sleep at all last night, and somehow all day, like my eyes have wanted to shut, but it's just, just not physiologically impossible to happen. So. There's one thing that does you, that. You you did Adderall. You blew a line. You somehow just forgot. <laughs> I mean, I but like I well, I just haven't been drinking either. So like there's there's no way I could have like I didn't black out. There's no yeah. You know what? No though? space in my life for to take accidental drugs. You might but be somehow it might have happened. You might have like a senior citizen brain. You know, senior citizens have like those those jars for their pills that say like it's been like four hours since your last dose, and you you know because you're like I can't remember if I took it or not. Right, right. You might have just had it, took it, and just don't even remember because your brain I, is. I mush. don't even know where I would acquire Adderall. I haven't done four Adderall drugs, man. Like four drugs. Like, Shout out Liz Meal. What's this? This looks like it. Whatever. <laughs> the other life mystery is one that is just putting me in a fucking pretzel. I feel like. We're, we're pretty well-informed guys. We know what we know. We know what we don't know. We'll be the first ones to put our hand up and say, there's a lot of things about girls we don't understand. Oh, boy. Here we go. Like, uh, we've we, for many years, we've said, we don't understand how you pee. It's like a fucking broken faucet. <laughs> okay? We, and, and at any point during those years, I could have figured it out. But, and you guys could have helped us a lot us know. <laughs> but instead, we're just fucking a, a ship without a runner, just floating in the sea. But I feel like for the most part, I'm pretty well-versed. In, See, in biology and, and what's going on. What is well-versed? Well, I know, I get okay, fine. I, I can play head, shoulders, knees, and toes. Yes, but <laughs> what? Okay, let me say this. It's been a long time since I've heard something that I had no clue about. And this I have no clue about. Like, I did not even know this was a thing. I can't tell you the ins and outs of, of, of all of the anatomy and shit, but I understand some of these processes there's an Instagram video up right now on the chicks uh, page. 
I'm going to go as far to say that I think this is a prank. <laughs> I think that the girls got together in their monthly meeting and said, let's make something up about our pussies and confuse the fuck out so of guys. So the guys are like, oh, 2020, it got us again. Because <laughs> there's nobody who's even explaining this. There's this video of this girl, and this noise is disgusting. Wait. I mean. Uh, yeah. Did I just start my period? No, I think she's just cleaning herself. Yeah, she's cleaning herself right now. I'm okay, so first you, of all, let me, let me tell you something first of all. I thought the splash was I thought she was halfway in a pool. So she, I thought no, was, she's just sitting yeah, there. Yeah, no, I, I see that now. I thought she was. I thought it was an organic thing. There's no way your pussy makes that loud of a noise. Well, no, that's an added noise. Okay, but what, 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 so that, that's drip. what I'm saying. This whole thing is now fucking about, fabricated. They're talking about drip. Okay, so I want to I make things something very first of all here. I, I, I... I graduated high school with a similar knowledge of math and vaginas. They didn't make me stay. They're like, you can go out into the world, but you'll do nothing great in these fields. <laughs> like, they would do <laughs> Go on and subsist, son, but you shall not achieve. <laughs> like, we know in the, in the high school newsletter, we're not going to be like 20 years being like, John Feilerberg, class 2006 is... He's done something great in math, and he's, I can't even make a joke about it because I don't know words for either of them. <laughs> he's, like, he's just done math things and vagina things. <laughs> he's encountered both of those basics of all of like it. I got, I have the basic jack of basic all trades, things for them to master go. of none. Right, right you'll right. be fine. Right. You, can, you can survive out right. there. Like, but like, I'll be. Yeah, I had no idea vaginas were self cleaning ovens. I don't know if they are. I'm just saying I haven't heard one explanation. All I've seen is girls in the comments going, it's so funny how guys are confused. Right. I think this is a, a, a viral hoax. We're going to make guys think that there's a fucking Roomba inside our pussy. Because <laughs> why else would you even be filming this? You would never know. You would never know what's about to happen. Why is this girl well, getting no, filmed? That's a, she's, the whole thing's a joke. So, but I think she's, like, she's not actually so that's experiencing what I mean, this, that this feeling. This whole thing is, is made all up. created. If it was like you, if she if she was doing something normal, and then was like, oh, like in an awkward moment, like the whole the, the noise is fabricated, the video is fabricated. I think the whole this is a hoax. But I mean, like it's like just making like a f- joke fart video. Like they ha- it happens. I guess you didn't actually yeah, fart. Yeah, okay, in that all right, all right, all right. You're right. Okay, but I'm not I'm not saying I believe this happens. I'm just saying like the joke behind it makes sense. Okay, you could do that. So someone was like, let's let's make a viral video about our pussies being self cleaning. We. What is, like, I don't know if I want to know. Nick, what does it mean? Nick! I have no well, idea. Well, he's got a computer, dude. Can you go? I mean, yeah, we haven't even tried Google yet. <laughs> I was just going to learn what people tweet at us. Like, like, I, I initially like, thought that it was like, I thought of your period as self-cleaning. Like, you're getting all the fucking gunk Oh, out. does it sloughing sloughing uterine sloughing walls? I know that cleaning. phrase. Yeah, sloughing. Then I'm thinking, then I'm thinking about pH. I know pH is a big to-do. Are we talking about, you know, regulating your pH? It's a self-cleansing organ. Holy shit. Using, Using discharge, discharge to clean itself and carry dead <laughs> cells out of the body to prevent infection. <coughs> so those secretions are nothing to be ashamed of. When does this happen? Is this something like, do you have two periods a month? Is this like, no, oh, I, I, this I, is my cleaning period and this is my no baby period? Is this... Is this <laughs> <laughs> This is... Boy, and if you miss one of those... (laughs) Neither are good. Which one do you want to miss more? I mean... 
Oh, so this is why they say you shouldn't douche and you shouldn't do it because guess what? Your pussy does it itself. Oh, it's like your hair. (laughs) (laughs) Or or adding shampoo is bad. Chemicals are bad. It takes care of itself. Or as guys have been doing pre-corona, our hands. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, looking at this, 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 like the actual explanation makes a lot of sense to me. Like, there's a lot of things in your body that's doing that. It's a fucking, tube of muscle inside. So, yeah, you know, so your, like, your kidneys, your liver, everything's always, like, filtering shit out. You know what I mean? But the idea of it being, like, your pussy is just, like, <laughs> like, like, like ah, let me spit it, <laughs> spit it out. Yeah. Oh, that's gross. Yeah, it's like an old guy going to the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like when an old guy gets to the urinal, he just, like, spits. I don't know why all old guys spit before they take a piss, but they all do. of them do. I was like, here it is. They do. Been holding this in for six years. I, I picture it when, when you're at, like, Wrigley and you're at, like, a trough, too. <laughs> yeah. You're like, you're almost spitting on me, sir. Yeah. Why are you doing this? Yeah. Dude, if you spit on it, I'm going to pull it, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that we successfully I hope the girls were laughing about us being grossed out and now they're the ones fucking puking I mean <clears throat> so so they just wanted to get it out there that there's good old vaginal function like daily <laughs> daily function cleaning huh yeah I mean like I get like nice to know you know what maybe that I mean maybe that explains why their underwear is always a fucking catastrophe <laughs> Yeah, like, like, like you that, yeah. that explains yeah, why it looks like a camel spitting your thong. If I, if I use my boxers to soap and shampoo every day, it'd probably be a fucking mess as well. That's <laughs> 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 not you fucking showered with your boxers. <laughs> Just using them as a loofah and then put them on. And then at the end of the day, your, your girl will be like, what is wrong with you? Like, just trying to get you like you, babe. Self-cleaning. <laughs> self-cleaning. Are penises uh, self-cleaning? <laughs> See, I'm, I'm not. Uh, I'm not. Well, penis uh, is an external organ, right? Okay. But, like, there's but the internal there's, stuff in it. Yeah, well. Is that why I pee my pants so often? <laughs> It's just a discharge. <laughs> just a cleaning discharge. Nick is quick with the Google. <laughs> well, the foreskin, yeah. If you're not circumcised, I think that there's a lot of shit no, going on right there. you got to do that shit yourself. Yeah, 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 that's some outward shit. You know what the problem... You know How fucking preposterous is it that our nuts just have to be less hot than the rest of our body? Like, why aren't nuts just I don't know, able- but I love it. Yeah. I, yeah, people who don't like nuts are fucking stupid. I, don't, I think I if I... If I could be normal, like if I was the only one without balls, that'd be a problem. <laughs> but if none of us had balls, I think that'd be better for the cause. I don't know, man. I wake what up. What do balls really bring to the table? Laughs. I've had so many laughs in my life out of my balls. Yeah, dude. Oh, well, yeah. Well, all right. But so, I'm talking personally, right? Right. Just you know, with like, not sexually, just like this, these are funny. Sexually, sexually, uh, sometimes locker room, sometimes. But I'll just I make up. I wake up on a long ball day uh, and I just so pendulum long. it. Ah, that was funny. <laughs> you ever you ever go back up and down oh, instead yeah. of side to side? Back up and down, is dangerous. <laughs> you can clap it. You can make it clap. <laughs> you can also catch it the wrong way. Ah! <laughs> End up alone in the house yelling. <laughs> in the fetal position, like, I got my nuts! <laughs> um, you're right. I'll, I'll keep balls and, just for and that. You know what? I, I love, I think they're funny when they're small, but, too, when it's cold. Uh, when they're tight. It's like, a, it's a little armadillo shell. <laughs> <laughs> they're 
They're like, hunker down, boys. It's a little bit cold today. Let's batten down the hatches. I picture him like, man, on a fishing ship. I picture it in 300 when you lock your shields together. So it's just one big dome that saves you. They move forward and lock them up again. Uh, man. Today's episode is brought to you by Owens Mixers. Also, by the way, we got fucking Schmidt on the episode today. Max Greenfield, Schmidt! Man, we got it. We got it. We're uh, we got a heater for you. It's brought to you by Owens Mixers because uh, the barstool transfusion mix is out now. Crying uh, Riggs invented this along with Owens. It's uh, transfusion, big time golf drink, golf course drink, big time summer drink. Uh, it's got oh, grape man. juice and ginger ale in the mixer. You put it together with a little uh, New Amsterdam vodka, preferably. Hey, well, I think I'm at least a performance for those watching too. See, you don't even need a glass. Bang! Look at you. One step. You're gonna do a little. No, I'm just gonna pour this in there. Oh, I thought you were just gonna do it in your belly. No. Like, I got a transfusion in my belly. Yeah, that really is perfect. Right? And so I was just looking around. I was like, we don't even have glasses here. I don't even need this. them. Oh, figured it out. I mean, I'm, I'm drinking these all day. Maybe that, maybe that explains the today's opener. <laughs> I had several transfusions. Yeah, you had several transfusions. I somehow accidentally took drugs. <laughs> Next thing you know, we're talking about balls swinging. Um, so Owens is Owens has jumped on board. But they were uh, they're with four play. They're on board with Friday Night Pints. They've got uh, what else? Have they got their mint cucumber mix. They've this got this is big fire, big fire. This is big great fire. for the summer. Mint cucumber lime. Those three things you put into anything, and it's like okay, yeah. now it's a summer drink. It's, it's so They've classy. Got the, too, you're um, like, what, what is this? You you what's, what's in here? Mint cucumber zest. Little cucumber, little mint. Yeah. Woo! They've Look got class. Um, they've got like. Uh, Dark and stormy type drinks, the ginger. They got all the classics, all the hits. But this one right here, this is this is the granddaddy. Uh, the transfusion mix in the perfect little bottle, uh, perfect little can. Like I said, get it with some New Amsterdam vodka. Drink them on the course. Drink them on the beach. Drink them for the summer. It's perfect amount of sweet. Perfect amount of uh, of a little you know a little bit of bite with the ginger, and uh, you're gonna get your buzz on. With the with the great taste of Owens mixers, so you can get uh, the that's delicious the transfusion mix or any of the other mixers you can get on Owens site or you can go to the Barstool store store.barstoolsports.com or check out a local liquor store or packy store or whatever you call it uh, they might have them in 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 shop as well so get your Owens mixers and drink your Barstool foreplay transfusions um I I thought this was going to be the funniest topic of the day. <laughs> Clearly not. <laughs> it's all downhill from here, folks. It really is. Just turn it off now. We'll see no, you next week. Fast forward to Schmidt. <laughs> <laughs> but there is a little movement at Barcel with the Dogecoin that I can't fucking get enough. Of. <laughs> I don't know. Doge, Doge, Dog, it's Doge, 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 Dogecoin. I mean, okay. No one's ever said it to me, but okay, it's that's. Doge. I, I like Doge. Dogecoin. Uh, the TikTokers of the world decided they're going to flex. And they're going to do a pump and dump scheme. <laughs> and they're going to get Dogecoin to go from like. Point oh 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 one pennies to a full penny. No, which, I thought it was to a dollar. They oh, wanted to go to a dollar. I thought it was. Well, a they dollar. got a long way to go. Yeah, I, I think it's we're to still a at fractions of a penny. I mean, I, I could be wrong. I'm pretty sure Nick. I think Nick's gonna check in. I love having Nick as like stack guy now. This is unbelievable. Jamie, pull it up. Jamie, pull it up. <laughs> uh, so mm. Quiggs is our, our resident TikTok guy, and he he got on this. Now I think this is. a By the way, can I just say something about TikTok too? Yeah. If you have been around people who have like gotten into TikTok, yeah, as just just uh, just viewers of the app, it's a goddamn fucking nightmare. 
And I don't mean people who tweet about it or anything like that. I mean being in the same room as someone as on who's TikTok, a TikToker. Yeah, is not no. They don't have to be a TikToker, but just someone who likes using TikTok because the the app opens up, just punches you right in the fucking teeth. Yeah. Music blare and boom, yep. and then it doesn't stop. Right, it's just not like an app you can listen to silently. It's it's just so it's like what are you doing, dude? It's like I'm looking at my TikTok. Right, like, like we'll, we'll get well, some other fucking people, headphones right, then. Right, or leave the fucking room. It's, I dealt mm. with my sisters. Uh, it's. It's a bit or of a, it's, it's a like you're in the middle of a conversation and they're like, yeah, so what are you doing? Are you having a seizure? I'm TikToking. Yeah, I think they're trying to get it to a dollar. Holy uh, shit, we got we got ways to go. <laughs> we got a ways to go, but I believe anything's possible with the push of TikTok. I believe that anything's possible with a Quig scheme. And there are um it's like Greer and Quigs, Joey Langone, uh Mikey Podcast. A lot of like some of the behind the scenes guys are all getting down with the the Doge coin movement and pushing it hard. I think they're now the drivers of it more so than these TikTok kids. <laughs> and the excitement is fucking palpable. By the way, it doesn't matter how how low a Dogecoin is. It just matters how much you buy and what the volatility. You you could make money off Dogecoin if you buy enough of it. I'm, I don't know if it was real. I never know. Quigs is one of those guys. I'm like. I, I DM'd him. I was like, is this fucking real? Uh, is this all a fucking joke? He's one of those guys like Nick and KB. I keep it arm's length. Like, You're playing a prank on me. Do pussies really clean themselves? What's going on here? Um, but he posted that someone bought like 2 million Dogecoins the other day. And because I, I tweeted, I tweeted Quigs and I said, can you buy me some Dogecoin? Because I don't even know how the fuck I would go about that. And he said, how much do you want? And I was like, um, I would like. 1,000 Doge coins, please. <laughs> and someone tweeted back, that's $5. <laughs> and I was like, let's make it 100,000 then. I mean, uh, and the KFC mush struck. The Doge coin went down instantly, but it's back on the rise now. But there is, and this is where I kind of understand the gambling itch a little bit when you're all on the over or you all have the same pick or whatever. But the Doge coin, uh, like, infectious nature was fucking unbelievable. I was like, I am brothers in arms with these guys now. We are riding for the Doge. I was just trying to buy a Dogecoin. I threw it at Google. Tough. Looks it's tough. hard. I mean, remember, yeah. you had, remember you had to get Coinbase to buy Well, Bitcoin. I still have Coinbase. Could, from, so when I there? say I threw it at Google, I just meant I went to Coinbase. I bought and, $5,000 worth of Bitcoin that I, that's just got to be gone by now. No, but Bitcoin, like, I think it's doing well. No, but I just mean it's got to be gone. Like someone stole that from me and I don't even know it. Oh, like, yeah. I don't have, you don't have Coinbase. I, I had like, that was like three phones ago. I, haven't, right. I don't even have the app on my phone anymore. I wouldn't even know how to log in. Someone looked at that and was like, this has been inactive for so long. I, I got emails. Yeah. I've gotten emails spari- uh, spari- uh, bleh, sporadically saying, like, you have to continue to verify your existence. Because I, I have never even looked at Coinbase again since, we, yeah. like, since the, the heyday. Of, I mean, like, I bought it at, like, the literal peak. <laughs> it might be doing better, but I don't think it's ever back to where it was, is it? I couldn't Because it was in, like, a – yeah. Uh, but Dogecoin, fractions of a penny. Uh, I know Tommy Smokes made, like, 800 bucks. Off of it, he put all he had like other crypto, and he dumped it all into Doge, and then it went up, and he's like, "I made fucking five hundred dollars an hour." Really? So like the the fun Greer was like, "I've had two dreams my entire life: one, to be a part of a pump and dump scheme; two, get arrested for a white collar crime." We've already got one down, and we might have number two as well. <laughs> he also tweeted, he was like, "I was gonna say, like, isn't that you can knock those both out? Oh yeah, in one swing. Oh yeah, big time. It's about to happen. How are pump and dump schemes usually so public? That's the thing. Is like, can you even get in trouble if it was like, I said I was doing it, sir? <laughs> Quigs has been saying this isn't. I don't think regulated by the SEC. Yeah, yet. all right, 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 so right. That's why he's that's huge. Because like, it's fucking made up. It's like dog's face. <laughs> the video. Somebody said tweeted Quigs and said, 
Can you sell me on sell me on Dogecoin? Why should I buy it? And he just tweeted back a TikTok that's just like a fucking techno song and a dog's face rising on the charts. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's the only thing he had to sell. <laughs> and someone else was like, mm-hmm. "Oh, like I lost money on Davy Day Trader or something like that." He's like, "Can I interest you in a in a cryptocurrency that's not regulated by the SEC?" <laughs> Everything is so funny about it someone uh, greer said if patrick mahomes invested the full 503 million us dollars in dogecoin he'd have 903 million dollars by now like it's just yeah look at that so somebody bought 954 51 million dogecoins <laughs> they bought 2.5 million See, doge my my thing with this though is like i feel like i already missed it well okay so, so I'm I'm not, i will I'm admit not, i don't mean i don't miss the making money aspect of it. i don't care about that i mean i missed like, like the, the, the fun. i'm late to the party I I was late, so like you're def like I I jumped in. I was watching it on Twitter, and I got a little high last night, and I was like I was enjoying myself, and I was like this is I was tears like that the fucking dog face is so funny, uh, and so I was like fuck it, I you know I, I got FOMO, let me get in on it, and even I was like this is like the you know the dad showing up to the party like Can I play beer pong you know, so it it is late, but also. If it does go like like uh, Quiggs was like tomorrow's going to be electric one way or the other, <laughs> we're going up, we're going down, but it's going. What is it done today? I I think. Are oh, you saying he means tomorrow? No, he meant today, and oh. I think it actually wasn't that crazy. But you know that it's he was. I said to him like, I'll he bought for me, and I was like, I'll I'll like cash app you the money, and he was like. Hopefully I'll be sending you money tomorrow. <laughs> so fucking this fucking dog. It's point oh 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 four six six eight of a penny, <laughs> but it's up fifteen percent. So if yeah, you if not- you if you bought nine hundred and fifty one million Doge coins and you had a two point five million dollar investment, it's up fifteen percent. You're caking it right now. Wait, but it's not point oh oh four of a penny. It's half a penny. Uh, uh, d- it's no. almost at a penny. No, no, no. Oh, oh. Oh, yeah, 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 you're right, yeah. you're right, you're right. Yeah. I, look, I did the math thing earlier. <laughs> <laughs> you covered your bases, we're good. I tweeted yesterday, uh, a shroot buck is like .0001. So we're close to shroot so, buck categories? That's that's the best conversion right now. Because like, <laughs> yesterday when you bought, it was at 30 shroot bucks. <laughs> so, when that dude tweeted me, that's $5, dude. I was like, oh, uh, 100,000 doge, please. There's almost some fun in that, what, though. What is this special? This, this is trending up here. J.K. Rowling calls for an end to cancel culture? No fucking shit. Wait, what did she say? J.K. Rowling calls for an end to cancel culture. I'm actually, I am, there are two people right now that I am team, uh, I'm team Bryson DeChambeau, and I don't think anybody else in the world is. And at this point, I think I got no choice but to be team J.K. Rowling. This bitch does not shut the fuck up. (laughs) She says whatever comes to her mind at all times. It's got at some point it's got to be like you're just stirring the pot. But J.K. Rowling, I mean, she's been done with her books for a minute. Just win, baby. Like yeah, like you keep putting out hits, right? I mean, she's written what like fifteen books at this point, right? Plays and movies. Like you can say whatever. Wow, everyone signed this thing, huh? What is this? This is a, a list. I, by the way, everyone, I mean, I see a lot of names. I oh, oh, this them. is the fucking, uh, the, the Minifan fucking moron sent me this being like, oh, so you don't think uh, cancel culture exists? Because a bunch of fucking dickhead celebrities signed a letter? No. Well, who no, are, I do are not. any of these celebrities? I only no, recognize. No. I'm it's sure. Like scholars. Author, Yale University, poet. Okay, you dickheads. A bunch of poets signed a fucking petition, and now all of a sudden cancel culture exists, you goddamn Oh, morons. Malcolm Gladwell got in there, because that fucking idiot, he went from being the smartest guy he in the, the world. He had the keys to the castle, and, like, and everyone blew thinks it. He's so fucking stupid now. I don't know why. I just know everyone I think he that. just said something that's probably, uh, you know what? He got canceled. 
But I, I, he's like too smart for his own good. He probably said something like, you know, it doesn't matter what race you are. And it's like, fuck you, burn <laughs> in hell. Nobody's important on this. I, yeah, I, I'm scanning <laughs> names, but none are jumping out except Gladwell. And uh, oh, is that Mia Khalifa up there? <laughs> no way. No, it's uh, Kyle Khalifa. I just saw Khalifa. Um, but what was I going to say? Dogecoin. Dogecoin. Get buy. in on it. Buy, 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 mm-hmm. and never sell. <laughs> that's what Quake said to me. He said, he said something like, hold on for the ride, like sell at the top, but that's a trick question because we don't sell here. <laughs> <laughs> Too good. Um, we got a couple voicemails. We do have Schmidt, Max Greenfield from um, from uh, um, New Girl on the show today. Um, we'll get into a bunch of Am I the Assholes because we had like a week off, and Am I the Asshole went off. Like, really? I mean, everyone I saw was just like, holy shit, this world is fucking crazy. Uh, but first, uh, we got to do a couple more current events. They're brought to you by Manscaped. You listen, your balls are hanging. <laughs> They're hanging low. They're pulled up tight like an armadillo. Sometimes, I don't know, is it easier? Is it harder? I think I think they both have their challenges when you're trying to manscape. <laughs> when it, when it's low, it feels like there's more surface yeah, area. When, my, when I'm on the line, it's thrown over the shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> feels like there's more to trim. But when they're tight... There's a lot of topography to to navigate, <laughs> yeah. you know. So uh, you need something like Manscaped, which <laughs> has the to save a basketball. <laughs> Balls are funny, man. They really are, man. It's like it's like if someone said, "Go mow the lawn," and you went out to the lawn, and it was one of those dra- driveways with gravel in it. <laughs> Like, how can I mow this? How can I do that? You can do it with the perfect package 3.0 and the lawnmower 3.0. It has um, a nick-proof guarantee because the the blade is made out of ceramic materials rather than, like, metal. Uh, They have the crop cleanser, which can clean your hair and keep your skin healthy. An all-in-one formula if you're using it for your chest or your body hair. Um, all the skin safe technology on all the trimming equipments, all of the deodorizing and uh, skin moisturizing uh, benefits from the crop preservers and the ball deodorant and the moisturizers. Uh, that way, you're not going to get any chafing. It's uh, they got the crop reviver and a testy toner. Now, I'll give you a little pep in your step, <laughs> which I feels like I feel like you ever put icy hot on the wrong place. Yeah, I feel like they were like, I feel like we're doing See, this on purpose. Like, I, whoop, whoop. <laughs> oh, bell me! I don't wake you up in the morning. I was at a hockey camp once, and this kid would just go around knocking on doors, people's rooms, and be like, give me five bucks. I'll put ice on my balls. And I was like, it's done. There you go. And he was like, and buddy, it, I could have I, I like, done it for 50. It wasn't like one time. It was like, he, like he'd do it on that, in that room, and he'd, he'd hear him knocking the next door. Hey, if you guys give me five bucks, put ice on my balls. Next nut. <laughs> guys are so dumb. <laughs> so stupid. Um, so you get the perfect package with a new blade refill for your lawnmower trimmer delivered to your door every three months when you subscribe. And for a limited time, subscribers are going to get two free gifts, the shed travel bag, which is worth 40 bucks and the patented high performance, reduced chafing manscaped boxer briefs. So you got the razor, the moisturizer, the deodorant, the underwear. Uh, I mean, it's, it's everything to make sure that your junk is, uh, smooth and smelling good. Go to manscaped.com. Use the promo code KFC. Get 20% off your order plus free shipping. That's manscaped.com. Promo code KFC. Trim your chesticles with the besticles and get 20% off. Kanye, um, Kanye's just uh, jumped the shark. Kanye has 1,000% jumped the shark. Mm-hmm. It is 
It's sad. It's sad. It's sad. It's, it like, used to it, be a it, point it, that we've, we've argued about him over the years. We've and now it's just like circles but for like but hours. There's just no. Uh, there's no arguments even be made anymore. That's no. a sad thing. It's it's so Kanye West has gone on Forbes. Uh, he gave he went on uh, Forbes called him or set up an interview where they participated in a four hour. Rambling rant. I mean, could you have four Kanye hours West. of anything, let alone the ramblings of a fucking lunatic? And uh, they said at points during the interview, he would just break out into rap. Um, <laughs> but I do want to read you the introduction because uh, it is interesting. It says, uh, for much of the phone calls, his core message strategically. Oh, he's over the phone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy moly. Was that he has 30 days to make a final decision about running for president. At that point, he says he'd miss filing the deadline for most states, though he believes an argument could be made to get on any ballots he's missed, citing coronavirus issues. I'm speaking with experts. I'm speaking with Jared Kushner at the White House with Biden, says West. He has no campaign apparatus of any kind. His advisors right now, he says, are the two people who notably endorsed him on the 4th. His wife, Kim Kardashian West, and Elon Musk, of whom he says, we've been talking about this for years. Adds West, I proposed to him he'd be the head of our space program. (laughs) An hour into the interview, the hedging was done. He says he definitely plans to run on 2020. He says the campaign slogan is yes. His running mate, Michelle Tidbald, obscure preacher from Wyoming. And why the birthday party? Because when when we win, it's everybody's birthday. Corny! If it all sounds like a parody or a particularly surreal episode of the Keeping Up with the Crashians, West doesn't seem to be in on it. Calling from his ranch near Cody, Wyoming, where he says that he registered to vote for the first time on Monday, West denies it is a publicity stunt for his upcoming album. I give away my album for free, he says. A week, a week after he ended two separate cha- – this is crazy to him. A few weeks after he ended two separate text chains with me with the message Trump 2020 and a fist raised high, he insists he's now lost confidence in the president. <laughs> it looks like one big mess to me. He says, I don't like that I caught wind that he hid in the bunker. West also says that he contracted – That was the drawing. Like, that was right. That was it. He said he contracted coronavirus in February, though he maintains that he had nothing to do with his thoughts on running this year. So, like, that's basically it. It says Trump. He says he won't say much more about Trump. Yeah, I mean, he um, went on to say he's, he's not going to take a Corona vaccine because that's the mark of the beast. Uh, that it's what he's done is white supremacy, voting Democrats, a sign of white supremacy. I do it's think just like you're just saying buzzwords that you like heard on the internet, man. I, I think I, I think at a time I've obviously argued this. I thought Kanye West was a true original. Yeah, I thought he was amazing yeah. and crazy in like a creative way. But like in a funny way too. Like yeah. I thought he had a great sense of humor about everything. About it, yeah. And like I, my favorite Kanye story of all time is that at his wedding in Paris or wherever it was, like in Europe they got married. Mm-hmm. After they had sent home Rob for being too fat, say. Kanye came downstairs in his tuxedo and saw a white bar, and he hated it. So in his wedding tux, he's that ready for his wedding. He got a hacksaw, a handsaw, sawed the bar in half. Bent it ajar a bit, took two two by fours, nailed it to the bar, and and he said as he walked away, he said, "Has anyone done anything as creatively important as me or as Yeezy this year or something along those lines?" He like, said, "He said uh, anybody who has a problem with this, uh, like, have you? Did you ever put out anything that was as culturally relevant as Yeezus was?" <laughs> right, right. And, and like that's fucking hilarious. That's yeah. insane. Right. But that's hilarious. And it's it's swagger and it's cocky and it's harmless and it's funny. But now, now Kanye West like, is a woman named Betty on Facebook. Yeah. Like he's oh coronavirus is the mark of the beast. <laughs> yeah. And fucking uh, uh, what is it? Abortion is white supremacy. I mean, he turned like, into anti-vaxxer MAGA guy. It's like there's plenty of you, bro. Right. You that's are you are the exact opposite of an original.
original. There's nothing unique. There's nothing fun. Not like there's nothing creative about you anymore. Yeah. You are and, just and- you are just a fucking repeat of a thousand white women. We've right. seen in a black guy's body. Right. That's, that's not creative or original. I, I saw a clip of him the other day from 2007, and I think it was at, like, Live Aid or one of those, like, you know, uh, charity festivals. And it was him, John Mayer, and Sting were playing together. And I can't remember which song he played. Um, but John Mayer's, like, shred. It was crazy because John, you know, I think John Mayer's, like, a megastar. Yeah. And John Mayer was, like, a part of the band. He was, like, over there. And this is like the Sting and Kanye show. And it was more so like the Kanye show. So we had like major stars on stage. And it was the Kanye show. And uh, he's, he's doing his song and Sting's like, you know, freestyling with the guitar. And he starts to freestyle and he's like, Sting, you're the only police who's good in the hood. And it was like, this, he's, you know, put your hands in the air. And I was like, this, is, I know it's so cliche to say like old Kanye is great. But it's just like, it, it, it went from like old Kanye um, music to like old Kanye, like your per- your personality stinks now. Right, you know right, what I mean? right, right. That's even worse. If you change your style musically, whatever. I don't like it anymore, but some people do. When you change your personality and like change like who you are, and you do these things that feel so transparent and fake and contrived, it's like, well, that undoes like everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? That makes all of it seem like it was an act or whatever. You know? Um, but There's, it's like, and I mean, and like, it's the birthday party. The, the birthday party. Are you fucking For a guy me? who's supposed to be a rapper and a wordsmith and, and a don't creator, get me wrong. We're like, not, like, tricked into thinking he's actually doing this. No, but the but, fact like, that This that's is a lame his... publicity stunt. Yeah. It's not right. a creative, okay, like, fun fine. publicity stunt. Do a publicity like, stunt. Do it well, though. This is a publicity stunt that's already, like, again, you used to be the creative. You used to be the guy who, who had foresight and all that stuff. And, like, this is a publicity stunt that was tried just last campaign. Every the guy time. happened to fucking win on but even he's pissed about that. <laughs> but like Kanye, did, yeah, like, there's they, been dude. They plenty. just did this. Remember Larry Flint used to be on the the ballot, and right. fucking Joe Exotic was in at debates. Like you're not the first guy to think of running for president as a publicity stunt. Come up with the next thing, right? Do the next crazy thing, and instead, and like, it's just even like, like the, the the president thing was fun for a little while until someone won it, and it's like, well, that one's not fun anymore. Yeah, now so, it's a problem. Yeah, so don't even like you know. And, and then he you said, just stink at it. He's like, oh, I don't care if I take away votes from Trump. Said he wants uh, to turn fucking Washington D.C. into Wakanda. Like, 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 like that was he's like I'm gonna use like Wakanda as a guy. Like, well, that's a comic book. Yeah, probably. it's not real. Like <laughs> it's it, it's a fucking magical, technologically advanced city from the future. So, uh, not happening, man. You dumb asshole. Mm. So, uh, we're off Kanye West, and we're on to Am I the asshole? Mm. Uh, let's let's get right into it because, like I said, man, we were on a heater for a minute there. Um, I, I spent the past like ten days just going through and throwing out likes. And let me get through them. Um, <laughs> let's start with, and, and we'll, I'll try to like we'll try to go like rapid fire through them because you know we can dig into these things. But this is a funny one we can do quickly. But it just it just shows how like different guys and girls are because this is a problem that guys will run into and like come up with something real quick. And this girl went to the goddamn internet to try to figure it out. I'm not sure what my boyfriend's name is, and it's too late to ask. We met on Tinder. His name is S-H-R-I-R-A-A-M. I'm pretty sure he just goes by the second syllable. Not entirely sure. Wait, can you spell again? Sorry. S-H-R-I-R-A-A-M. So I would just say, like, that's Sharam. Right. Uh, he goes by the second syllable. Not entirely sure. And I'm not sure if it's pronounced, like, Ram or Ram. I introduced him to my roommate, and I was like, hey, this is the special guy I told you about. I hoped he'd say his name when he introduced himself to her, but he didn't. We've been in a relationship for a month. I can't ask what his name is now. I googled Sharam pronunciation and can't find results. I, I find that very hard to believe, too. You can fucking – there's something on YouTube for fucking every pronunciation, yeah. you know? Um, so – 
she's asking. Uh, so then the other day he asks her. And I think this is a dude who knows. I think this is a Seinfeld situation where he's like, she hasn't said my name in a month. <laughs> he says, can you scream my name during sex? <laughs> and she said, sure. And now I'm in urgent need to know of his name. Is it pronounced Shri Ram, Shri Ram, Shri Ram, Shri Ram, Shri Ram, Shri Ram, Shri Ram. She has every fucking uh, combination there. And uh, she doesn't know what to do. She's 23. He's 26. And uh, I don't give a fuck about people not knowing my name. I don't think you have no can, self-respect. Right? Like, like, he, like, first of all, just bite the pillow and say it. Yeah, like, I just, <laughs> <laughs> um, but like you're fucking me so good I can't I blacked out I can't remember your name I never ever will you know what if a guy asks you we've said this many times before back in the day great default just tell me you're sore tell me right <laughs> like oh my god you're fucking me so deep he won't care about his name whatever the I, I, I think it probably stems from just growing up with a name that people find hard to pronounce so yeah. I just stopped caring. Yeah. I'm like, whatever. Fuck it. Like, my, who gives a shit about a name? What's yeah. the name? Kind right. Of deal. Right. And has it ever happened I mean, with a girlfriend though? With a girlfriend? No. With my very best friend? Yes. Yeah. I knew my best friend for two years, and it wasn't. He wasn't asking for Feidelberg. He's asking what my name was. John. Yeah. We were walking into a Red Sox game. Because he calls you. He always called you Feidelberg. Yeah. yeah. He always come in fights. So we're walking up to up Lansdowne Street. And he just looks over, and like he had driven. I was like, we were young enough where like he has a, he has a license now, and I don't. So he's a little older than me. So he's like kind of like my friend I looked up to. Mm-hmm. And he just like looks at me with like the saddest eyes. He's like, Yo, man, what's your name? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, What? He's like, He's like, I know everything about you, but like, I don't even know your name. What's your first name? <laughs> That's also a difference in guys and girls. Like, they'll just, we're just going to say it. Like, I don't know your fucking name, dude. I mean, I think in this situation, mm-hmm. over the course of a month, you have to get your friend to bite the bullet and be like, How do, what's your name? Right. That's a fucking easy solution. Yeah. Like, I you, you, thought you know, about that. This girl's she has bad friends, you know? Yeah. Like, when, when she said, I introduced him as this special guy, the friend needs to say, oh, you're the special guy? She's like, what's your name? And then it's done. I'd be like, hasn't she said it? <laughs> yeah, I hope that this guy does know what's going on, and he just keeps dancing around it. Oh, we just go, like, I'm Mr. Special Guy. Like, that's my new name, whatever. Um, but, you know, just it's why it's – she's probably some white girl who's just never met a guy named Shram ever. Sure, yeah. Shram, I, I've never like, seen oh, that fuck. name, I don't yeah. think. I would struggle with it, but I don't think I would let this go on for a month. I would, I would figure out oh, something. Oh, no, I'd let it go on forever. <laughs> uh, would I be the asshole – for telling my husband he can't masturbate in the shower. Now, wait for it, though. Ever since we've been together, my husband, 34, has been masturbating in the shower and lying to me about it. I don't care that he looks at porn or masturbates, but he's got a gross habit. He does it in a dry shower. (laughs) Oh, my God. Like you, like you, you You read the title and you're like, you can't stop a guy from jerking off in the shower. When the water is not running and you're not taking a shower, you can't jerk off into the fucking tub. <laughs> so he says uh, – the she says he leaves the evidence splattered in all directions and then in t- entirely denies it. 
when she dragged him in there and pointed it out, he said, I don't know, it's shampoo or something. I confronted him about this countless times because I think it's revolting that I've had to scrub his dried semen out of the tub. But when we moved somewhere with two bathrooms, I told him that he needed to take, uh, needed to limit his activities to the spare bathroom. He still vehemently oh, denied Christ. it. That's a dangerous game. You're going to go in there, it's going to be like a fucking just a... Jackson Pollock all over the place. You know, you don't go see the spare bathroom for a few months. Go in there, it just stinks like dry gum. <laughs> now, plot twist. They're having a baby, and the spare room is becoming the nursery. So the nasty bathroom is attached to our baby's room. I want to nip this in the bud before we start potty training because my kid shouldn't be subjected to that. I've been complaining that there's a musty smell in there. Oh, my God. I pulled back. The drain, I don't even know what this means. It's approaching pony jar status. What's a uh, pony jar? I'm guessing a, a jerked off horse. Don't Google that. Go- <laughs> ab- absolutely Google pony jar. It's got to be some sort of jar you're just coming in, right? I think no. I mean, like a jar of horse semen. Oh, my God. Um, I Would I be the asshole if I insisted he stopped masturbating in the shower? I mean. This is crazy time. Dude, you ever been on the toilet? Right, and you're looking at Instagram. <laughs> oh yeah, boy. no, don't show, don't show. I don't want to do it today. I don't want to do it today. I can't do. It. Like, I have to limit this. How often this happens, it, and like I don't want to do it today. Old, so it's an old meme where a guy showed his pony jar. It's a it's a mason jar with a My Little Pony doll, and he's trying to fill it up. Uh, with absolutely oh, vile. God, absolutely not. fucking the color vile. Is disgusting. Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah, we're yeah, good. Yeah, we're good. yeah we're that's good. good. Yeah, but. <laughs> But, like, right, you ever been, like, on the toilet and you're, like, looking at Instagram in a, in a shared bathroom, even in your own bathroom, any bathroom of any kind ever, and you're like, well, fuck, I'm horny. Whoops. All right. Well, I, look, I, I've been in a pretty good position to take care of this real quick. Yeah. And this then, would be the better place to do it than, like, the kitchen or the, Right. You know. And then if you if you came, you inspect that. You to, gotta you're like, clean it up. You're like, you're like, I, like, what if, like, a, like I, I look at that thing, like, yeah. like, I'm a fucking cleaning lady. Yes. Like, all right. Was there, like, I can't leave cum on a toilet. That would be fucking it's crazy. Got, it's got to all be gone. Right. And this guy's just coming all over his wife's shower. A dry bathroom is what, fucking Why would you want disgusting. to do that? Absolutely. I mean, that's that's guy. That you guy. should be ashamed of masturbating. That's yeah. what we learn as a young boy. Yeah, right. Clean up all the evidence. I mean, these are clearly Jews. They don't have the the Catholic guilt. <laughs> you got you got to have the is Catholic that a guilt. Thing? Jewish people don't get. Jew- no, I don't know. I'm just saying, like, it was instilled I think in Jewish, us. Jewish guilt would cover. Jewish guilt's got guilt. Yeah, about like about like sex and jerking off and stuff. I think they do. I just know that the Catholics do. You're not supposed to do anything with your dick or your pussy until you're fucking dead. <laughs> you know, like let me jerk off. Um, I think I mean Jewish guilt. I mean Larry David. I don't know what the difference between Catholic guilt and Jewish guilt is, but I know Larry David. Yeah, Jewish, about guilt. Jewish guilt. Yeah, That's definitely a thing. All right, so maybe all of us are afraid. I think. To jerk I think. Off. I think every religion takes guilt. To be yeah, that's like the main I mean, that's motivator. That's part of religion, right. isn't it? Yeah, that's the main every religion's thing. like yeah, it's the classic us guilt. <laughs> no, it's just human beings. We're all embarrassed and ashamed of ourselves at all times. I mean, that's great. That's why I think that uh, that religion is just nuts that we that we even buy into it. It's just like you just have to tell yourself all the time that you're terrible. <laughs> just fucking do that. I'm trying to find. Yeah, um, like, I don't need any help, bro. Yeah, I don't like, need trust a book me, on how to do it. We're already, we're already there. Man. The I, don't, I don't need to read ten thousand pages on this. <laughs> I can't find. It's like we need to like transfer colleges. Probably something probably pretty unique to me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he transferred colleges six <laughs> yeah, times, yeah. and you got to retake a class. And you're like, I'm not even going to get the book on this. I know how to do this shit. Don't <laughs> waste my money on this fucking textbook. I I can't find. I quote tweeted this, and I can't find it. But I will. I'm going to paraphrase this one. The guy, the girl whose boyfriend kept disappearing into the bathroom with a stick of butter. (laughs) 
and coming out of the bathroom with no stick of butter. <laughs> what? She said he, he would walk in there with like a fucking rectangular brick of butter, be in there for like 45 minutes. He comes out, no stick of butter in his hand, no sign of the butter in the bathroom. And I just quote tweeted and I said, your boyfriend's sticking sticks of butter up his ass. <laughs> I don't know it, but I know it. Uh, I mean, I know. Yeah, okay, you found it. Uh, uh, I, I searched that exact fucking phrase and I, it just didn't. Twitter search is the worst. I searched because I remember responding saying he's a human chicken Kiev. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's a long one. I've been dating my boyfriend for two years. We just moved in together. Uh, I just started to notice this butter habit uh, and <laughs> – I, what did she say there at the end, Nick? Like, does she she confronts him and she asks him to stop <laughs> Bro, doing it? Don't tell my girlfriend this guy exists because I might be in trouble. We <laughs> went shopping. We went food shopping for Fourth of July weekend, and we like we we got the groceries for the house. I want you to guess how many sticks of butter my girlfriend bought. <laughs> you went away for a weekend for the weekend. We we were, <laughs> we were at Walmart. I mean, by the way, by the way, we went to a Walmart just because it was like the closest thing to it. Yeah, and they don't even have a produce section. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever been food shopping at Walmart before. I don't know if that's universal at this Walmart. You get they're just healthy. like they were like, "You want a vegetable? Fuck yourself." <laughs> they're like, "We got the frozen got cheeseburgers it. down the line." <laughs> but I, I would think that uh, on a weekend away, I don't even know why you need any butter at all. Right. So I think anything, I think anything, I wouldn't have got butter. I think anything over a quarter of a stick is too many. So you got eight sticks of butter. <laughs> <laughs> was it like two four packs? Uh, it, yeah, it was two four packs. So but that's like, even crazier because if if you went to like the butter aisle and they were just like, uh, they only have like eight sticks of butter. I need some butter. They only have eight, but, but she could have got one set of four. Could have got one she set got of four. Sets of four. We, like, we joked about it all weekend. Like, She's probably putting them up your ass, bro. <laughs> like, She's probably like these are for it? cooking and these will be for his ass. Uh, I love she she keeps so she confronts the boyfriend and he said don't ever ask me again about my butter activities. <laughs> he said he said just look the other way on this one thing it's not a big deal at the end of the day. I mean he, first of all that's the answer right? Unless he's eating it. I mean there's there's only there's only one way you can make it disappear. It's either in your mouth or in your ass. <laughs> if you're stuffing it down the drain, it's not going down the toilet. I, I hope he's just in there just hammering it down the shower drain. <laughs> pushing it. He's like, I just need to control one thing in my life right now. And it's where this butter goes. It's just a stress thing. <laughs> you don't let me make any decisions. So guess what? I'm putting butter in the shower. You can't stop me, bitch. <laughs> Every night, just like, just like, a, like, like a, how like a super villain is made, where it's just like, nothing is going my way ever. No one respects me. I must do something. <laughs> it's just <laughs> shower, shower. Either that or genocide. He shows shower butter. Spins a hero. <laughs> It's, like, it's the worst day. It's the worst part of every day for him. He's like, I gotta go fucking stick the butter down the drain or I'm gonna kill the cat. Just like it show everyone who's, just like it show me who's boss. Just look the other way on this one thing, dude. Uh, I mean, he's definitely putting sticks of butter up his ass, which is crazy. Uh, oh, she said, I don't think he's eating it because he's not overweight. Yeah, I mean, if you're eating a stick of butter a day in the bathroom, you'd be fat at least. There'd be evidence. Unbelievable. Um,. Uh, let me rattle through a couple more here. Uh, I caught my girlfriend giving my dad a foot massage. 22-year-old female giving a 54-year-old mas- uh, uh, father a massage. 
She gets up at 6 a.m. to do the cleaning in silence. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm skipping ahead here, but me and my girlfriend have been <laughs> dating for skipping. a while. You, you just really got in sex, it's, I think. It's really not. It's only like two sentences. Well, if you get, you get up at 6 a.m. to clean <laughs> Why? They they moved in with the, with the parents. Um, uh, she's made a point to help around the house because like they're kind of like squatting right. during the quarantine. So she gets up early to do the cleaning. This morning, she woke me up as she left the room. I didn't think much of it. My mouth fell dry. I went down to get a glass of water. The guest room door was open. I opened it, saw my father laying on a chair by the bed with his feet up, and my girlfriend was sitting in front of him with her hands wrapped around his feet, both fully clothed. They looked back at me. I looked back, and they just and I just quietly headed back to my room, locking the door. That's exactly what I would do. Yeah. Be like... I don't know what this is. I'm going to go in there. I'm going to close the door. I'm going to open it back up and restart the day. I'm not even acknowledging this fucking nightmare. Absolutely not. I heard my girlfriend knocking on the door, telling me it was just a foot massage. It's not what I think. I heard my dad knocking, too, calling me immature. Then I heard my mother, the mom's in the mix, uh, come out for food. I mean, that's weird. That's insane. There's no platonic foot rubs. Also, foot rubs suck. (laughs) I don't know how... To give a foot rub, so stop asking me to give foot rubs. <laughs> I don't I again don't, a very specific situation. Yeah. I, I don't, no, 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 no. That's, All of you people out there asking no, no, no. me. It's not. It, that's not like something that gets asked a lot. But it's like I, it's actually it'll be even me <laughs> who starts it, just because I know people like foot rubs. Right, right. And I'm just like, I just go like this. Yeah, you would be terrible at it, just like, especially like, with those hooves of yours. I'm like, no, I'm not. Oh, my hands. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, no, my hooves. Well, they're hooves too. But <laughs> the I just go like this. Yeah. What are you supposed to do? No, you got to go need, bro. Dude, fucking need. I mean, that's what's good. The needing people yeah. need. Yeah, but that yeah. hurts my thumbs. Well, yeah, it's not fun to massage shit. Are you gonna massage my thumbs afterwards? Yeah, that's the thing. Is there's always one person in the couple who does the massaging, and it's not going to be me. Okay, I'm going to buy you shit. You're going to rub me. That's how this is going to work. That's the transaction here. Okay, I'll pay for dinner. You rub me. You scratch my head. That's all I fucking want in this world. Like it's not the it's not the same. Mm-hmm. Girls, getting your a guy getting his head scratched is there's no comparison for you. So don't even fucking try it. Just scratch my head and we'll have a happy. Seriously, scratch my head. We'll have a happy relationship. You don't even have to fuck me. Just scratch my head. It's that fucking important. Um, but all, like, also like this is, this is just completely insane. Obviously, um, you can't, is this, it's not even a step. There, there's no, there's no, I don't know. No, next next yeah. one, there's no savior. There's no savior. Fuck it. That's this over. one, done. I'm going to do this one and uh, maybe squeeze one more in. Cause there's, there's like eight of them. We can't just keep this all the whole show, but this one is infuriating. My girlfriend, 25 repeatedly insists that I redo my proposal over and over. He's 24, she's 25. I proposed in late 2019 after two years together. Now that I'm thinking back on it, it wasn't the most well thought out or planned proposal. It was mostly spontaneous. It came when we were lying in bed. I didn't even have the ring at the time. At at that time, I told my girlfriend, uh, my girlfriend said that she would love to marry me, but she had been looking forward to a more elaborate proposal. So he was like, all right, I'll get you. Like that was the, that's what, it was spontaneous, but I'll do the right thing. So uh, a month later, he goes shopping for the perfect ring. Uh, he goes and gets some candles. Uh, she loved the ring, teared up with happiness. She said that she really appreciated my effort, but what she meant by more, quote, elaborate was something original that she could tell our kids about one day. She mentioned the name of one of her friends whose boyfriend proposed by making a huge video montage of their time together. 
I decided to start over, and in February, I planned a three-night trip away in our favorite city. This time, I spared no expense. I ordered all the extras, the five-star hotel, the photographer, an opera quartet. When I asked her to marry me, my girlfriend said yes. I thought it all went well, except when we were alone again, she gently told me that she didn't think it was the right time because she was worried about the COVID-19 quarantine being part of the memory. Since then, I've carried around the ring with me everywhere I go. At this point, I've even tried to involve my girlfriend in some sort of proposal planning, asking how, where, when uh, she'd like us to get engaged. However, she's told me that she doesn't exactly know what she's looking for. I'll just know the right proposal when it comes around. Last week, I thought I'd bite the bullet again. After cooking her a homemade meal, I asked her if she'd like to be my wife. She asked me if I was, quote, trying to propose, and I asked her what was wrong with that. Once more, she told me that she can't wait to marry me, but it's not quite the right proposal. We're on four fucking proposals. I could understand one, like, all right, yeah, I kind of fucked that one up. And then two, maybe it's like, hey, it's quarantine. Four? Oh, I don't even get, you don't get two. Yeah. The I one mean, in bed, and the, okay, I'll get you a ring and I'll propose yeah, with the ring. Right. After that, it's, I mean. Take it or leave it. Fucking run for the fucking hills, man, That's, right? I mean, what you're, she's just doing like the dinner meme but with marriage proposals, like what's the dinner meme? Like I don't know what I want to eat. Oh tonight, right, right, but right. Like well, I, I don't know when. I'll, if I'll you know say when it the hits right me. place, I'll fucking well, that's what I want. Right, right. It's like I'm not gonna sit here just guessing for fucking an endless, infinite amount that's, of time. That's that's you. I mean, you're just signing yourself up for life for that. You Absolutely. Can't, I mean, can't that, have that's it. one of those things. Can't it's like it. you probably should legit be, be done. Right. You know. Oh, I, because if, because if not, you're you're just co-signing. You're first of all, you're co-signing that behavior. Right. We can't do that. We have to tell our partners how we feel and say, guess what? You're making me feel inadequate. And I don't feel I don't I don't feel like I'm fulfilling your needs in a relationship, despite the fact that you keep telling me that I am. Go off, King. And it's time for you to either say, You've done the best you can. And I respect and, that. And that's enough or it's not and that's enough. enough or it's not so enough. So you're either gonna have to make a decision or I'm gonna have to make a decision. Motherfuckers getting five quartets. Opera quartets are not I've enough. I've seen The Office. I know how much a quartet costs. Yeah. He, just, he just went with the fucking cello player or the bass player or whatever it was. He's going full quartet, sparing no expense. If that's not enough for you, I don't know what is. And, I mean, that's really like... That's then a, this, is, this is the bullshit shit. of the whole fucking thing. The whole system. The whole system. It's like we need to defund proposals, bro. we got to break down the whole system and let's, rebuild it. Let's not stop. I... I I'm with all these systems. Once we get these ones down, there's a couple pressing ones that we got to take care of <laughs> yeah, first, yeah, yeah. and then we'll get to the proposal. <laughs> I'm and the not trying to cut problem. the line or anything, but at some point, the marriage system should be let's uh, let's also let's wait. Let's let's let college fail first. Let's yep. let that bubble go. Racism fixed. College gone. <laughs> but uh, the police will work on that one. Political system. Two party democratic systems got to go. Yeah, and a, then it's time for the fellows to take the control back. And then I'm tired of buying expensive rings and having expensive parties. Crazy. Anybody who buys a real diamond and doesn't just fucking buy a fake one is nuts. <laughs> there is no way you'd ever get caught unless your girlfriend's really crazy. I mean, like, like going to get checked like, out. Yeah, I mean, it, it, you got to be. And then, and then, you, then you have your red yeah, flag. Then you can, you, then, and then you can play like, the, oh, you don't trust me, right? Card? Right. <laughs> I'm not going. To, I'm not going to a jeweler to do that because <laughs> it's fucking fake. <laughs> Voicemail time. Uh, I got a couple more good at my assholes, but I'll save it for next week. Voicemails today are brought to you by Stitch Fix. You can't go out to the stores. You can't go out shopping and all these uh, during quarantine. So why not have high quality clothes delivered right to your door, picked out by stylish experts? Who know what your size is, what your what the trends are, and what you're looking for. Uh, you're looking for casual, sophisticated, playful. However you dress, Stitch Fix has an expert personal stylist that can help you look your best. Personal style is like a fingerprint. Everyone has their own. So trying to buy stuff from a store or off the rack or the shelves, it just doesn't work. Stitch Fix is less one size fits all, more uh, more the this fits your style. 
Uh, it delivers right to your door every month, and you get to keep what you like and don't keep what you don't like. Uh, you only pay for the items you keep. Everything else you can send back. You can keep every item. You can send every item back. You can mix and match. Uh, you can. I'm a mix and matcher. Yeah. Usually, some, well, sometimes I'll keep the full box, but I'm a mix and matcher. These jeans are stitch fix though. Oh, those are great. Yep. I they, mean, they and they also and honestly, even they make my fonts looks good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, that, I mean, that's a keeper. You yeah. get those. You get good dick pants. You gotta keep them. Really, even if you get like one pair of pants out of like the first couple boxes, it's probably worth it. Because if you have a good pair of jeans that you wear like all the time, that's worth. I have two. I have two stitch pairs of jeans that I probably had for like <laughs> four years now. Combined right. the two of them. So even, like that alone, like every time you get it, if you're if you're coming up with a, a quality pair of jeans or like a jacket or, or accessory that you always use, um, it's it's worth. Because it, it is like price. it's like when I go like when I go even when I go shopping, I don't have the confidence. Right. So be, that, yeah, that, the way I dress might make you think, well, this guy thinks he's a dickhead. Right. But <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> but there are a lot of times where I'm like, I don't know if I can pull that off. But if it just but got sent to you. it got sent to you, like, it's, like it's already here. Fuck, I can I'm going to pop that. it on. Okay, yeah. I can do that. It's also available for women and kids now. It's also available in the UK. Uh, shipping and exchanges and returns are always free when you do want to return things. The only catch here is that if you want to get our discount, you got to keep the whole first box. But when you make your style preferences and they're delivering you uh, your first few items, it's guaranteed to be a home run because they're going to hit you with the essentials and everything that you need. So go to stitchfix.com slash KFC. You'll get an extra 25% off when you keep everything in that first box. The $20 styling fee is applied automatically towards anything you keep. Never have to worry about looking good again. Stitchfix.com slash KFC for an extra 25% off. Hey, what's up, boys? So me and my buddy, we were talking at work about, like, if you could have one underrated superpower that, like, <laughs> it's so stupid, but it's great. What would it be? Our argument is, I said I would have like a three foot aura, where like bugs can touch me. You can sit out like on a oh, okay. night, no fucking. So this, this is this like is that. it's a two parter right here because we just talked about Tom Cruise on the rundown, who Thandy Newton. Danny Newton, yeah. Danny Newton is co-star on uh, Mission Impossible, and the girl from uh, Maeve from Westworld said that he has his superpower. His metabolism is so good that Tom Cruise can get, grow, and get rid of pimples in, like, a, one sitting, in like, in, like, a matter of like, one in, scene. In the midst of filming a scene, she could watch a pimple grow white head and disappear. And that's insane, obviously, and makes me believe in Scientology. Yeah, but it also gets you thinking about, like, what would be a good superpower that's not, like, superhuman strength or flight. Second part to the question, because this guy mentioned the, a, a, a bug zapper aura, Marty Mush hit me with the hypothetical the other day. Would you rather every time you leave the house, bug flying in your face, bothering you in your ear, can't get rid of it, or you get stung by a bee 20 times a year? No, uh, oh, so he's changed the number since me. Um, but he has asked me one time, too, and it was... Did he move it down to 12? Uh, it was 13. Yeah, because we, we, we moved it down, and we basically compared it to, like, getting your period. For a girl, yeah. like he was gonna have one shitty occurrence per month. I started at twenty. I thought I think twenty is way. Too. I stepped. I got stung by a bee for the first time this past weekend. First time in my life. Stepped on it. Oh really? People have been downplaying how much that hurts. <laughs> it's a motherfucker. I was like, I have stepped on a nail. Like there, my I have a hole in my foot. My my foot got all red, swollen, and like the spot where the fucking stinger was turned like white and lumpy. I was like. Well, we're gonna have to amputate. <laughs> and it was like 15 minutes, and it was gone. But that 15 minutes, I was like, "Uh, my knees hurt, my body's hurt." I mean, it was crazy. I got stung by a bee in the eye three <gasps> days in a row as a child. What? Yeah. <laughs> what? One was at a gas station. One was at BCC Bristol Community College. The pond. They had like these pull-up bars, 
and it was one was under there. I forget where the third one was, but it was three days in a row of like right here, right here, and like like right like like my eyeball got stung like three times. It's one of the crazier feats I've accomplished in my day. I mean, so your superpower should be like that bees can't get you because <laughs> I, ha- I honestly don't think it's happened since then. Well, I, I actually I, I was, was going to say, vaccine. yeah, it's almost like getting chicken pox when you're young. Like, no. just let's get my you got you know I would say the, the average human gets stung like three times in their lifetime. You got it all out of the way yeah. in your eyeball in one week. <laughs> Jesus Christ, John! No wonder you're fucked. Anyway, best uh, casual everyday superhero. By the way, I still went with oh, I went with bee stings. For really? Thirteen. It's just if a bug was flying in your face. All day, every day, for you get used to it. But but you might get. Yeah, I don't think so. Because yeah. one of those things, like a, like a water dripping. Yeah, like you might get used crazy. to it. But Chinese it's actually, water torture. Yeah. yeah. But and like also, if you just think about like the, the the time of the times where you're just outside for so long and there's no there's no place to hide ever yeah. for it. Like you're at a football game. That's your. That's you're your, at a baseball that's game. Your life basically. And it's just like, go. yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Fuck. All yeah. right. So you got you got to go with just the fifteen with the minutes pain. of pain. All right. once a month. I mean, I, I'm coming off a fresh beast thing though. I I ain't trying to get it stung ever again, bro. <laughs> let alone twenty times a year. Um, I mean, think about that. By the time you're, by the time I'm forty, by the, by the time I'm, I was gonna say seventy five, forty more years from now, I've been stung eight hundred times. Well, but you only okay. So another change you had for me then? It's one year. One year for the first one. Oh. Five years for the beast things. So it's once a month oh. for five years for the beast things and just one year with the bug. I mean, Mar- I mean, Marty's all over the fucking place. Moving the <laughs> yeah, fucking goalposts with his, with his ocean walls and everything. <laughs> Fuck you. Um, I think a, a, a quality to tie it into earlier in the show, if you just automatically knew everyone's name. Never forget a name. I don't, don't even need to know. Don't even need to be introduced. I walk in. I'm just like, that's Nick. That's John. And I never forget. That's a great because that's my like my, my one problem. You know, that's the one thing that me and a lot of people do is and they fret over it and they yeah. have angst over Fuck, it. And you just that's a good answer. Never have to worry about it. Um, shit. Fuck. I wish you didn't nail that so fast. <laughs> uh, I, I think that um, sense of direction. Nah. You got the GPS now. It's like, yeah, it's not. I don't need. I got to get it everywhere. Um. I need to have something here. Unlimited butter. <laughs> <laughs> one superpower. It's got to be ones at work, like to always know what you know, what your boss is thinking or what your boss is gonna do, or you know, have the ability to like, like if you could have, if you'd snap your fingers and Dave would just like forget a certain thing, you know, Dave's mad at you. You said this, just like, no, you don't. I can catch emails. Catch emails, yeah. Like when you send them, yep. I can I can pull back emails. You motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's yeah. You can, that should have been my answer. If you, I can pull back. I can pull back messages. Yeah, text messages. Just te- and and it, it's honestly something I rarely want to do. But when you do need but, it, but you when you need do it. need it, and honestly, I, bet- I would probably use it for the rest of my life. I'd probably use it under five times. But you, you might get addicted to it though. Yeah, that's Espe- true. Especially if it's like I can put the words back in my mouth. It's like every time you like spout off of the mouth, you're just like, "What do we? Let me rewind." Right. And I can just say the right <laughs> thing. You'd probably never get through a day. You'd probably just constantly be rewinding the whole fucking day. But uh, e- either of those two things are going to get you out of a, a lot of trouble. So those are two great answers. When you're when you're running up against Sharams. thanks to you for both of them. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, yo, KFC Fight Super Producer BC. I was driving home from work today, and I saw the strangest thing ever seen for sale in someone's yard. Uh, it was a casket. So, <laughs> two questions. First, uh, what's the worst thing Cough. you guys ever seen for sale in someone's yard? And two, what do you think of the story behind this person selling a casket in their yard? 
Uh, I changed my mind. I do no. I no longer want to be uh, cremated. I would like to be displayed in a casket like, on, yeah. on the front lawn. No, I don't want to be displayed. I just want to be buried in a random casket. <laughs> like I want to be. I want to be the second person buried in a casket. <laughs> Throw me in. <laughs> like, 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 all right. Grandpa's been dead for long enough. Let's sell that casket. Dig him up. We <laughs> can get Grandpa out. Clean up the inside. Johnny's turn. He's like dust anyway. He's not taking up much space. Just toss him in. You vacuum him by up. The way, by the way, did you know that... What's her name? Eliza's sister. Eliza who? From um, Hamilton. Oh, Angelica. Angelica. He got buried next to Angelica. Yeah, I did know that. What a jacked up situation that is. <laughs> the whole thing really takes away from the song of Helpless, where it's like all this love, and it's like... you're. He was fucking the wrong sister. Fucking everybody and the wrong person. And then you get buried next to the other one? It's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, but sure, throw me in there with Grandpa. <laughs> I, I don't know if they're – this might be uh, not funny. If this is like a COVID thing where it's like – you know, like I, I've, I heard stories of like like my, my brother-in-law's like friend got like – his body got like dropped off at the house because it was like there was not funeral homes taken. You said it was for that. sale though. For, is it for sale or is it just like – I mean, on the lawn. Look, if you yeah, just during a yard sale, yeah, <laughs> if, okay, if, that if, makes it a lot better. Because I, I heard a story about like, like it was a body in a box that like they were like, we don't know what to do with this, bro. What about if like, I mean, that's you, you got to bring it inside at the very least. They, I mean, he was a bigger like they like did not know what to do. Like what? What is if someone like my grand, if my mom got dropped off on the front lawn, like fucking Amazon? And I was like, I'll get it. I, mean, I got the doorbell. <laughs> I'll get it in a minute. Right? Like, like you put in the <laughs> notes, just leave it at the front door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'll tell you this delivery. right now. <laughs> Whoever it is, I'm giving it a solid hour of like googling what I can do, and then I'm setting it on fire. <laughs> I'm not having a dead body decomposing on my front step. That's some white trash shit. The only thing worse than having a fucking coffin for sale at your tag sale is having a dead body on your front step. So let's go back to the yard sale because that's hilarious. How do you have a coffin for sale? I, like unless you were like I'm terminal I'm gonna die bought a coffin and then you survive and it's like well I got this coffin <laughs> I, got I mean and what I, do you, I and by like, the way what do you like, sell a coffin like for when you buy a coffin you buy it on layaway not even layaway but like when you need it I, like, you know you charge me when it's dumb yeah when it, yeah when I come res- it it's up. a reservation but when I dude by the way um my girlfriend's watching uh, Unsolved Mysteries mm-hmm. the, the reboot show. yeah and uh, I was in the reboot. And this dude was talking what? about you don't you don't know unsolved mysteries. From I, mean, I knew the phrase, but I just thought it was a phrase. No, it's it's a fucking heater of a show. I'll be honest, the Netflix one's not great. That's what. But, that's the but review. But there I got. are uh, it's, it's like it's getting a lot of tips. Like they're solving cases because of it. But, but the the guy in it, I, I I don't know. So she she was just texting me videos. So I don't know what the story is about or how we got there. Right. But this old guy, they found his wife's remains, and he made them lay out. Her skeleton, as anatomically correctly as possible, and then had them leave the room so we could dance with her skull. And I was like, "This is a crazy video I've ever seen." And then once she was cremated, he slept in bed with her for like three years. I'll tell you two things that's going to happen. That guy is going to murder someone. Oh, she thinks he that he's the one who did it. I think your girlfriend's going to murder someone. Oh, yeah. She is so in on that shit. Dude, oh, she she sure. loves it. She is a serial killer. She has killed, and she will kill she'll again. She'll tell you as much. She'll like, yeah, this is unbelievable. I'm just taking notes the whole time. If you're dancing with a skull and sleeping with a body, you're a fucking... I don't care. I don't, you know, I'll tell you this much. 
Maybe one day I find love again. I ain't gonna love anybody that much. <laughs> yeah. I don't care what kind of connection you have. That ain't fucking happening. Um, but I, I got to imagine the resale on a coffin is just trash. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, you know, you know what's you know what's terrible? The ring. If, if you're if you're ever reselling an engagement ring, they're like, well, we know what happened here, and we know you don't need this fucking thing, mm-hmm. so we'll give you like. A Dogecoin on the dollar yeah. for this one. You get the GameStop, uh, like, yeah, yeah four yeah. bucks for a Grand Theft yeah. Auto. Like, I, I almost walked out the door two seconds ago. Like, right. nah, four bucks. That's a coffin right there. It's like you bought it for like $6,500 and we'll give you $65 for this thing. <laughs> what is, what's the phrase? Uh, if it flies, dries, floats, or fucks, rent, don't lease? Yep. Diamond rent. <laughs> Diamond rings and, and coffins. Yeah. If, you yeah, bury it, coffins. if you bury it, you put it on your ring, you fly it, you float it, <laughs> fucking rent it. Don't don't buy it. I mean, that has got to be an all time like, you know, that's almost that's not that's borderline Craigslist furniture. You don't have to pay me. You just have to come get it. Yeah. You know, just right, get right, this right. coffin off my property. <laughs> fucking care. Yeah. You call up. What's his name? Call up a uh, fucking uh, Brecken Meyer. Call, call up Brecken Meyer. Call up Brecken Meyer and be like, "We got a new bed for you, bro." Bud, got a bed. Got a bed. That's the weird. That's that's low key the weirdest story that we have ever. Like, you're just like, yeah, man, I slept in coffins. I fucked in coffins. Yeah, like, like yeah, you I need to be locked like, away. What do you mean you fucked in high school? You said you slept in a coffin in high school. I did both. <laughs> <laughs> it's my bed and where I fuck. All right, time for our interview. Big interview. We got Max Greenfield on, aka Schmidt from I, I was so excited for this interview. Uh, and he's, he's it's not just a, it's not a TV thing it's a podfather's thing he's a great dad he's a funny dude we talk about bromance we talk about kids i mean we we touched them all in this interview uh, and it's brought to you by caviar the caviar app is uh is high quality high society but also every man type of uh delivery cuz that's really i really feel like in in recent years like i feel like there used to be you either ate well or you ate like trashy, and then mm-hmm. there's, there's a lot of in between now. You know what I mean? That's true. Like I feel like you used to eat like Pizza Hut or you ate like margarita pizza. Mm-hmm. Now it's like normal people can get a margarita pizza. You right. know what I mean? I'll eat the truffle burger or whatever. And sometimes I'll eat Pizza Hut. Right. I, I like it all. Sometimes I want to go up. Sometimes I want to scale down. And that's what caviar does. Uh, you can get, uh, like I said, the margarita pizza with the fresh mozzarella, or you can get the double cheeseburger. You can get exactly what you want. Uh, if you don't feel like cooking. If you want just something easy delivered to your door, you want your favorite restaurant, you don't, you can't leave right now. Maybe you got, you know, the kids are asleep. Maybe uh, the place is a mess. You don't want to go out. Maybe you got work to do. Whatever it is, you want to get delivery. There's an app for that. It's Caviar. Stay home. Uh, don't worry about what's in your fridge. Don't worry about cooking, cleaning afterwards. Caviar will deliver everything you need. Uh, quality meals with the convenience of in-app ordering. A lot of delivery apps are out there, but Caviar is the go-to place to find local restaurants that can be delivered right to your doorstep. Available in 25 major U.S. cities. Plenty of options to choose from to get the food you actually want. From breakfast tacos to falafel sandwiches, you can get quality food on the go, whatever you're in the mood for, on Caviar. So, right now, download the Caviar app, use the promo code KFC at checkout, and you'll get a $10 discount on any order of $20 or more. Download Caviar on the App Store or the Google Play Store, Use co- promo code KFC when you check out for $10 off any order of $20 or more. That's Caviar, promo code KFC. Harry, oh, look at you. you look at that stash. That's Woo! a nice stash you got there. I really appreciate that. Thank you so much. I, I, we've been interviewing a lot of people in quarantine, and I've had the better stash out of most, and not you. Well, you've got some stuff going down here, too. You, 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 you,
Do you not grow above there, or is that groomed? Not at all. Nothing. Yeah, no he gets, he gets like, patches, and it just looks like it's a disaster. Terrible. Yeah, so that's a beard for you. <laughs> well, what he, what he was doing for a while was curling it, and he became, like, a, a cartoon villain almost, you know? And that was a thing. But this is – you've got a whole, a whole look to you going on. I feel like you're kind of like a hipstery, mixologist, Brooklyn bartender type of, like, tough – I like it. Oh, please. What I'm really going for, if I do this, it's like an 80s baseball game. Yeah, that's <laughs> even better. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I like mean, that. It's like a uh, Ron Guidry. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who that is, but I laughed anyway. No, that, Ron Guidry's spot on. That's a great one. I yeah. like that look. I think to the novice, it's a Don Mattingly look. But There you go. Uh, All right. To an expert. I mean, is, 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 is Guidry a Yankee? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, so fuck off. Uh, unbelievable, <laughs> unbelievable baseball cards. Some tops, close-ups that are just, this is flaring out. I just took a shower, so it's a little wet, but when it's dry, it really gets some. Yeah. Yeah. You, you were thinking, when, when, when quarantine first started and you were, um, you were teaching your daughter, you were helping teach her with the Zoom classes. Yeah. You were looking cool as hell. Like, you looked really, you had the, you had the beanie on, I remember, in one of them. And well, I was like, oh. What's that? It's cold. I was just like, look at I was like, fuck, Max looks awesome here. Max looks well, really good. I originally started just growing the beard, and then everybody was like, don't touch your face. And it was getting itchy. Yeah. It's not so, easy. It's not, you got to push this, through that. Yeah, this feels like uh, it's not good for my health. Like, a, this, my beard might kill me. So I, sh- I shaved it, and then I was like, well, I shouldn't shave the whole thing. And now I have a mustache. And then I left the mustache. And my wife and kids hated it, and which made me like it even more. Yeah, <laughs> then you double down on it. Then, it, then it's yeah. skin, kids. Yep. Do you have any, like, about the mustache? Obviously, Nick did not like the mustache in, in New Girl. Do you, yeah. do, do you, does it make you think of that at all? Well, Jake and I are still really close, and we talk often. And uh, I just hosted an uh, a online comic con panel for his new show, Hoops. Uh, which is going to be on Netflix. It's really funny. Um, but I moderated the thing, and so we all got onto the onto the Zoom, and he just gave me shit for the whole half hour about my mustache. That was the most, the least believable part of New Girl. I was like, the stash looked great on him. Man. There's you. no way anyone would dislike this, and he he did not care for it. I think um, network television was not ready for a stash. Like, I think they had Selleck on Blue Bloods, and then that was was all the room they had. (laughs) That was was the scene when you're putting in your mustache the the suntan lotion. That was like, all right, I see what they're doing. They're trying to make me think it's bad because it's it's great, and they're just trying to make it look gross. That was tough to see. And now when I put it, when I wax it up, and there's still a little white in it, that's all I think about. Oh, you really do have a little bit of twirl. Oh, I can, yo, I can get it going next. Like, look at he that. Looks, he looks like we, we, we've been saying the the bad guy from Frosty the Snowman, the cartoon who's trying to get Frosty to melt. He's got this evil, twisted up mustache, and he's leaning into it. I thought about going in that direction in the beginning, and then I go, "Well, this is going to be too much work." And then it was growing too much this way. And I was like swallowing some of it, and I was like, "This is I don't know how to I don't know how to like groom this properly to get to the place where I can do this." So I'm just gonna like 
Dude, I go with straight up scissors. I just have scissors that I'm terrified I'm going to cut my lip open with. Why you put scissors that close to your mouth, I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> Look, you put trimmers close to like more important things in your mouth. That's and true. And you just kind of you just kind of go with it. You can you can make it work. Unbelievable the risks we take as men. <laughs> it's really hard out here, you know. Being being a, a male in this world, it's just tough, you know. It's tough, man. <laughs> Uh, we have to put clippers and scissors. <laughs> I, I'm a little annoyed with you, to be perfectly honest. Uh, you set the bar way too goddamn high for parenting during quarantine. It was just, it was a, a fatherhood tour de force uh, that you were putting on with your daughter, who is wildly talented, by the way. She, she's a special one, man. You got, you got a, you got one on your hands. That I think it's going to go on to big things, but I mean, Everyone else is just like drowning and trying to stay alive and like not kill their kids. And here you are with this funny, great series where you're a good dad and everyone loves it. You're a real son of a bitch. <laughs> well, think of it like this. You know how on uh, Sports Center they only show the highlights? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. All right. That makes me feel a little better. All right. Good. I like how you didn't say anything after that. You're just like, yeah, we know. <laughs> what I'm saying. Those videos are 40 seconds. Our <laughs> homeschooling sessions were about five or six hours. It, I mean, are it you- really was a wild time, though. Like, for people who, who, who work and, and their child care was not on the table anymore, and it was just like, I don't know, figure it out. You got to do all of it now. Uh, there's a lot of people who are really not, I mean, most of us are not prepared or ready to do that. And I mean, everybody just had to kind of figure out how to make ends meet really. Yeah, totally. And especially if you have multiple kids, mm-hmm. like I was lucky in that we, we have a son, but we just let him off. He just, you know, we let him off to do whatever. <laughs> it honestly sounds like you have like two puppies and like one lives inside and one's an outside dog. We just let him roam, whatever. Well, my son is almost five. And, uh, my wife and I just got, we're very clear, look, there's going to be some real damage to him, but he's young enough that later on we can fix that. There's time to sort of, uh, Lily, who's 10 and in fourth grade, I think third, fourth, fifth grade, specifically third and fourth are really tough grades because, you know, you're sort of learning how to learn up to that point, And then they're giving you this material and specifically in fourth grade where it's like, all right, well, this is a transition year into fifth grade where the work is yours and there's not a lot of time to catch up. Right. And, you know, Lily, God bless her. She's what a performer she is. Um, you mm-hmm. know, reading and math are not exactly. <laughs> um <laughs> You know, uh, there's like a really beautiful school down the street. Like I literally right, you could walk to the school from our house. It's this beautiful private school and it's like, it's known for being extraordinarily academic and, and Lily knows, and we all talk about it. You're like, see that school, get a good luck. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. There's a theater school down the street. <laughs> that one's great. This one. Ain't happening. Get a good look is unbelievable. <laughs> Take a picture, babe. That's, that's as close as you're ever going to get. Yeah. And she'll be like, why? I go, do you want to do three and a half hours of homework? And she's like, 
No, get me to any other school. That's like my, my dad went to Boston College, and I always wanted to go there when I was a kid. Yeah. And we'd go to football games and stuff like that. And by the time I hit, like, middle school, he was like, enjoy these games. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to be in the student section, dude. <laughs> so did you – I got waitlisted. Like, uh, I got waitlisted. <laughs> oh, all right. No, not totally denied. All right, good man. Uh so you got this, the, the dad's mission, which is kind of like putting this all together and teaching people, you know, how to get through parenthood and fatherhood. Yeah. And, uh, um, the guys who created uh, the initial product with the, that we're launching, this dad's energy drink, which is great, um, had come to me and, and sort of pitched me this idea and really early on. And I was like, this totally lines up with everything I'm trying to do and everything that you guys are trying to do. And it feels really organic. And so, uh, yeah, it feel, it, what, we're, what we're trying to do is create the first dad-centric, dad-based product line. Mm-hmm. And um, so much of our mission is to just tr- create a community that supports dads and supports their involvement with their kids and kind of just like gives – all of us a place and, and, and a say and, and support and just like getting through this. And at this time specifically, I mean, that's really all I'm looking for. It's funny how, how much of a lack there really is. Like when I, when I was first having kids, uh, as I was like preparing to be a dad, I I got two, I have a four, a four-year-old daughter and an almost three-year-old son. Oh, amazing. Um, and I remember reading this book, uh, no, no shade to the author, but it was called, dude, you're going to be a dad. And it was like, <laughs> this is dad for guys, like dad for bros. And like, we're going to teach you. And I opened it up and it was like the least relatable and yeah. like just generic book ever. So I started a, a, a series of podcasts here called the pod fathers, which was like all the guys yeah. at Barstool who all had, who all had kids at that point, there was only three of us. Now there's a few more. And we were the ones who were doing episodes that were like, Dude, you should have seen last night. It was a shit show. I didn't know what I was doing. And, you know, like the real deal, because I think sometimes people are a little afraid to to say like how hard it is or how in over their head they are or whatever. And I think it's important to like be honest about it. Like it's awesome and it's rewarding, but at times it's fucking hard and it's crazy. And, you know, being honest about it and, and, and presenting it in a way that guys like you, me and everyone else can understand, I think is so important. Yeah. And I think like, we were doing an interview the other day and, was, and, and they were like, so what kind of advice can you give us about being a dad? Uh, and I go, I, I wish someone would give me some advice. Right. I have no idea. And I think that's why like what we're doing is hopefully or feels important to me because it's just a support thing. Like it really is. We're just doing the best. We I can't tell you how many times I've looked at my kids and be like, I'm doing the best I can. I don't know. I, I just- <laughs> and, 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 and the women, moms have that motherly intuition and their engines are stronger yeah they just know and they're it's inherent and they also are just like smarter and work harder and like everything about being a woman is better towards like taking care of kids i've so never like, seen my, i've never seen my wife do this no 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 yep a hundred percent they just they don't get frazzled they don't they they like their gut usually tells them the right thing i don't know my gut tells me like you're having cookies for dinner tonight i don't fucking know i i'm just making it up as we go oh my god the amount of times that i'm like we'll stand in the kitchen and my daughter will come in and be like hey dad can i have this and i'll go yeah sure and my wife fuck what (laughs) (laughs) no can i ask you both then 
Yeah. Huh? Can I ask you both the question? Why? Why I have kids? Yeah. Like sell sell me on it. I can't. Like I. <laughs> everyone is always like, I don't. Like it's hard and it's awful. And like I would, I'm trying to budget. I'm trying to figure out what my budget could be if I move into a nicer apartment. I don't even, and it's hard for me. It's really hard. I don't know what I would do if, like, it's like, oh, by the way, you have another human you have to care for. Are you married? No. Go uh, well, married let's let's next. start there, man. <laughs> <laughs> we got a long way to go. <laughs> so no, like, you get married, you get convinced. I'm not, like, pitching you to go to, like, you know, I think you should just go to Foot Locker today and pick up the new Jordans. <laughs> I would do that. That would be an easy pitch. It is a hard thing, though. Well, I don't know. I find that I don't often pick up the phone and call my buddies or tell a story on the podcast when it's like a good one. I'm I'm rarely ever like I had a really like sweet moment with my kids last night where we connected and it was fun because I find the funnier stories and the better stories to be like when shit's going off the rails. So they always hear like the horrible things from me. But I thought what you did with Lily was great where it was like, this is some really touching stuff. Like this is, you're seeing the good side of it. And yeah, maybe it's at times it's funny or difficult or you're like fra- 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 frazzled. But for the most part, it was like, this is the good, the good side of it. Yeah. I mean, what we were trying to do is like, we would take a moment from, well, it, initially it started. Like I wasn't one of these people who was like, I'm going to put my kid front and center on my Instagram page. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was so the, the idea of, being her teacher and being thrust into this situation that, you know, none of us have seen before um, was so overwhelming and honestly scary um, that I was like, this feels like what social media should be about, where you are isolated and alone and you have the ability to reach out to people through the internet and just be like, hey, man. So this is happening. This is fucking weird. And I'm real scared. Let's see how this goes. And then we got a huge reaction to it. Um, and we were like, we should keep doing, we should keep going. And then it's, it sort of morphed into these videos where we would take like a funny moment that happened, um, you know, during our sessions and then film it in a way. And she's, she was so good at it. Um, but they were all like based on these real moments and then we would throw it up and just hope that people would relate to it. And, and they did overwhelmingly. Was, um, there, was there any trepidation about putting, uh, I know some parents are like, you know, I don't put my kid, like you just said, I'm not going to put my kid on social media. Some people get like almost scared about it, especially being famous and in the, in the spotlight. Was there any concern about like putting her out there or was it all? Yeah, totally. A, a, li- a little bit. And then, you know, there was also a part of me, like she's old enough to where she knows what Instagram is and she knows she's like, she loves TikTok and is on all this stuff. And so she's, I mean, she's got to be the coolest kid at school right now. Right. I mean, what is school? Anyway? Well, not school. Yeah. The coolest <laughs> kid on the block. I mean, she's, she's, you know, Instagram famous. I like, think for like five minutes. And then after that, she was like, nah, I don't care. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Beautiful. The the innocence is so perfect. <laughs> yeah, she really like it does it every once in a while some of you are like, Oh my god, I love your videos. She's like, Oh yeah, those things. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, is she old enough to uh does she watch New Girl at all? Has she like seen that and does she understand yeah, what you know? I tried to show her a little bit. It really is too inappropriate for her. <laughs> um but <laughs> but one day, one day. You wanted to see a little bit of it. 
And then I think she was just like, I don't know. Dude, you need to teach her because Max, and I'm being dead serious about this. I think it's in the pantheon of, of sitcoms. I think, I I, I don't even think it's a crazy thing to say anymore. I think once it, I feel like in the last three years, maybe it's become like a massive, massive thing. And I yeah, think it's up there with like the it's uh, with the office parks and rec. I so like when I go to bed, I put on a show and I close my eyes and I kind of like you know watch it. And the four shows I do it with are Sunny, The Office, Parks and Rec, and New Girl. That's 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 company right there. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely we had a really interesting shift. We were one of the first. I think we were one of the first shows on Netflix. And then we just sat there for a while and people started like going, oh, okay, okay, okay. And now it lives there. And it's so funny um, because now I'm on the show The Neighborhood, which has been an incredible experience and I love. Um, but you can totally tell the difference between somebody who's approaching you and is a fan of The Neighborhood and somebody who's a fan of New Girl. And the people who come up to you who love New Girl are like have this – like their eyes are like this and it feels like they just binged it that weekend yeah. all seven seasons. and they'll be like, we just, we, uh, we love it. And I'm like, I, I don't even have to ask what show. Josh, Josh Gad, we had Josh Gad on the other day and I was asking him about bear claw. And he was like, he's like, dude, I get recognized in the street more as bear claw than anything else in the world. He's like, That's I did so two funny. episodes. Like, I don't know if it was, whatever it was, but he's like, I, did, I was on that show for like 40 minutes total as in like acting time not even screen time and he's like people run out to me in the street and they're like oh my god it's bear claw and that's a guy he's been book of mormon and like beauty and the beat like major things and it's and it, and he remembers that the two roles the two minutes on on new girl it's crazy well it's great that's like what i think paul rudd would say that about when he was on friends mm-hmm. oh really yeah yeah. I didn't know he was. On. I'm not a Friends guy. That's why, obviously, I didn't have it in my pantheon. I've never seen Friends. I don't dislike it. I'm not. I'm not. You, you think it's weird that people on the internet are like, if they haven't seen a show, they're like, it's the worst. Kind of like me and Kevin with The Wire. <laughs> the Wire. It's not that I haven't seen it. It's that I watched it and I don't like it, which I know is blasphemy to say. I think it's weird when people haven't watched it at all and say that it's bad. Then how could you possibly know? But yeah, I've watched it. And I don't like it, and I'm not. I'm not. I'm done apologizing for it, Max. I'm done apologizing. <laughs> What's I, your- uh, I don't know that I ever got. I, I the Wire is one of those shows where I'm like, one day. Yeah, well, it, that's also hard too. It's it's old enough now that it's like I'll get to it after I binge the new this and the new true crime and the new documentary, and then you never really get. A, what What are you watching right now? What do, What do you watch? Well, I have a real issue where. Um, and this goes back to, uh, parenting where it's so all in at all times, all day Uh where I'll get to the, I'll I'll, like my wife and I are like getting everybody down and then it's around, you know, nine o'clock where my daughter's going to bed. I'm like just settling into bed. My wife gets into bed, the dog gets into bed and, and we're like, let's watch something. Here we go. And no matter what, and this is not like a knock on any show that we've tried, awesome. within five minutes, I'm out. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I'm, a, I'm asleep at 9.15. There's what? No, what are you, Tom Brady? Dude, Dude 9.15. 9.15 when you just ran around and put kids to bed might as well be four in the morning. Look, you're I've tried to watch Knives Out. 
12 times. <laughs> <laughs> Max Greenville has spent $200 on Knives Out. <laughs> For real. I'm like, they keep telling me this is a good movie. And I'm like, at some point, I'm like, I want to see what happens at the end because it's a mystery. But at the same time, I'm like, I can't fucking st- – it's everyone's – it's just so much talking. And then it's, you just <laughs> – It's great. You, you, tomorrow morning when you wake up, you should start it because it's unbelievable. It's I really- was like, everybody keeps telling me. I keep falling asleep, though. I went to see it in theaters twice. I like, I don't go to the movies a lot. I saw that in theaters two times. It is a good one. You won't regret it. it um, won't, like, I, I got a question for you. Do, who do you think are the best bromances of all time for TV? Because I think Nick and Schmidt are one. Is there anyone you think that's close? Uh, give me some other ones and I'll, and I'll tell you, I, oh, it's not, the, it's not something I think about daily. <laughs> Neither yeah. me. <laughs> I was I also thinking about, I couldn't think of a, you I love the, the sunny, you know, now that you bring up the sunny guys are great, but they're not bromance. They all, they're all frenemies, which by the way, I hate the word bromances. I think it's stupid. Yeah. Just tell your friends. I, you love I understand them. what you're saying. And then about, I also, uh, well, the fights you haven't seen this, but Joey and Chandler popped up from friends. Uh, uh, uh Troy and Avid from Community. Oh, um, that's a good one. JD and Turk from uh Scrubs. Another great yeah. one. This is great a little one. reality. What about Riggins? Uh, Riggins uh, not Riggins Nerson. Riggins and Street. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh Sean and Gus from Psych. I know you're a big psych guy. Oh, another great one. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I'm, I'm reading I feel pretty strong about yeah. our chances in that group. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, maybe Michael and Dwight have kind of a funny one from the no, office. No, that's not a bromance. That's a fucking power relationship. That's I don't know. That. It's yeah. Nick and Schmidt are the fucking, like, two most realistic, closest, like, actual friendship I've ever seen portrayed in my The life. list I just ran through is 15 bromances, and, I mean, not one of them sniffed you guys. So, if, if you I'm put wrong. us I, – I, the only thing I'd say is if you put us together now – it's almost worse than it in real life. It's almost worse than it is or was on the show. Really? In what sense? We've gotten dumber and older <laughs> and almost like maintained a little bit of our character and relationship from the show. And it's the weirdest relationship. <laughs> well, I mean, you guys are absolute morons on the show so if you're dumber now well, no, shit's not. Nick is Nick is Nick Schmitt's is an absolute fella dumber in real life <laughs> so what uh what is the dad's product line exactly like what what can we get and so we, we're starting off the idea is to is to really build it out but we're we started off with this energy drink that's all it's all plant-based it's like a healthy alternative to you know I don't want to name any other products, but like, you know, these alter- these uh, these energy drinks where you dump it in some water and it's like a great alternative to coffee or whatever you're doing. I've been having them every afternoon. They're great. Honestly, the, the, replacing the coffee would be huge for me. I'm not a coffee guy. And yeah. when I had kids, everyone's like, you're going to have to be a coffee dude because you just need it. And I was like, I really don't want to. I don't like it and I don't want to like choke it down. So if you're anything like me, this would be perfect for you. Yeah, I know a lot of dudes who have it first thing in the morning, and it's great. It's like, I don't have to do the cocaine anymore. I can just skip that. <laughs> I did coffee the other day, and it was worse. I did coffee the other day. Oh, because he did coffee. I was yeah. doing some coffee, you know? That's true. I'm not a coffee guy. I had coffee, and I don't understand how people drink it. It was – I was up for like 36 hours, something like that. When I was trying to sleep, 
I closed my eyes and I could feel my eyes darting around like in my head. I was like, I can't go to bed right now. It was 3.30 in the morning. I couldn't fall asleep. People who drink coffee are nuts to me. Nuts. <laughs> well, um, we before we let you go, Max, I have a few quick questions. Shoot. One, do you know how to play True American? I see that wine back there. Uh, I do not. Um, is there a, is there a way to play a true American? Because it went viral the other day, recently like on TikTok. It was like, here are the rules. I think there is a way to play it, um, because so many I, apparently a bunch of people have played it. I'm not I'm not sure of those rules. Okay, so there's no way to play. It. Two, <laughs> who should have Nick ended up with? Schmidt. <laughs> oh, good answer. I think it's Reagan, but Schmidt's a good answer as well. Uh, three, did you know a broken penis was a thing before it happened to you? I, is it a, is it a real thing? Oh, man. It's a real I thing. was hoping you were going to say that. Cause guess what? We've interviewed Dennis Rodman who broke his penis three times, three times, thrice, thrice. You think that's true? Oh, I mean, if you know the worm, if you ever get a chance to talk to Dennis Rodman, it's very true. He said, I mean, I think of it as like one time is a crazy mishap. Two times, you're just being straight up reckless. Three times, you don't deserve to have a penis anymore. You, you just get it taken away. He did, he break it in, did he break it in, in the line of duty in action? He said he had a woman yeah. run across the room. He sat down. He was sitting down. She ran and jumped. And the idea was that he was going to go inside. And, it, you know, she did, he did not land correctly and snapped it and blood and the whole nine. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if he got the cast like you did. By the way, that's one of my favorite scenes when you say friendship, pure, unadulterated friendship while you're getting scratched. That's a 10 out of 10 scene. It's, <laughs> but I don't, I don't think, I don't think uh, uh, Dennis got the, the cast, the, the, whole, the full shebang. <laughs> well, uh, we thank you, dude. And the videos have been awesome. They've honestly been as like inspirational as they are funny. And I think the dad's uh, line is coming from a guy himself who's like always looked for normal guy stuff for dads it's a great idea so be on the lookout for the uh the energy drink and uh obviously new girls incredible in the neighborhood now so everything's great man thanks so much for coming by awesome thank you guys i appreciate it man thank you very much max i've got some issues that nobody can see and all of these emotions are pouring out of me i bring them to the life in you it's only right, this is the soundtrack to my life, the soundtrack to my life, 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 to my